0: Welcome to this episode of the Cloud Sourcing Storytelling Podcast. Host Julian Mitchell will be connecting you with guests from a wide range of different media genres and platforms. On today's episode, the panel is discussing sustainability and green filmmaking. Guests include Eduardo Vietes, CEO of Creest, Angela Belasteros from Sony Pictures Entertainment, and strategic marketing lead Barbara Rossiel welcome to the cloud sourcing storytelling podcast hello there and welcome to a new episode of cloud sourcing storytelling and this is potentially the most important one we're going to do because it's about sustainability uh in production in the cloud how the cloud helps uh, with what's going on and um, we've got some great speakers today i'll introduce you to eduardo Who is a film director and CEO of Christ. And Creest is one of the first companies in Spain to measure carbon footprint in the film industry. Uh, we also have Angela Ballesteros, who's International Sustainability and EHS Director at Sony Picture Entertainment. That's Environment, Health and Safety. I had to look that one up. <laughs> And we have Barbara Russell, <laughs> Good. who is Strategic Marketing Lead at Sony. Welcome to all of you. Eduardo, can we start with you? You're a film director and also you're part of this new company, Christ, uh, in Spain. Tell me about a production that you directed at the Canary Islands and how you use the cloud to uh, reduce the carbon footprint of a production. It was a, a commercial campaign. Could you explain exactly how it was shot, and how you use the cloud to do that? It was twenty twenty, you know,
1: in the in the very middle of of the pandemic. So, Canary Islands used to live on on movie productions coming to the islands, both um, cinema or or advertising campaigns. They live on that and the tourism. So. Unfortunately, the pandemic uh, ended up with that uh, activity. They were really concerned. So, uh, the government of Canary Islands contacted us just to look for a solution. At that point, it was not usual shooting in the remote. So, we were the first in Spain to shoot a commercial campaign uh, just to show everyone that they could uh, produce. Any content in Canary Islands without moving. Okay, but we did yeah. that with a cloud system that allows you to direct or, or to record uh, sound everything from home. So it was quite exciting. The quality was quite good actually, and we get to realize uh, that in that way we reduce up to ninety
0: percent of the of the carbon footprint. That was quite remarkable. And this gave you a realization that um, production could be done this way, and carbon footprints could be reduced this way. and then you began creased at that time. and how did you how did you get on explaining this to productions? What would happen? What would they have to do? Well, actually, this is curious that after that
1: a uh, commercial campaign. 90% of the production happening in Calgary Island uses one way or other way uh, remote shooting, you know. Right now, uh, it's part of the working flow. Um, the work now is uh, showing them that it's even better for the environment, you know, using this technique. Cool. So it's, I
0: mean, it's, it's quite uh, popular right now. Angela, you are involved with Sony sustainability and obviously your productions, a huge amount of productions that you in charge of and, and doing in that way. Um, but it's not for everybody, this this approach. I mean, we're talking about a remote production, extreme remote in 2020, now perhaps not so extreme or acceptable. Um how do you think it will um go forward with companies or productions that are used to jetting around the world and big movies, big TV productions. What will what will they look to do?
2: So Sony Pictures, we've uh, committed to reducing, you know, our carbon footprint. We have a very well established sustainability program, and one of our goals is um, to achieve sustainable production status for all the productions that we have around the world, so films and TV productions. Um, we've been working mm-hmm. uh, with different local organizations um, like Albert Consortium here in the UK and the Green Production Guide uh, in the U.S. to gather information to understand where our impact is, right? So with all of that information, we know that, uh, and that's exactly what Eduardo was saying, that we know that the biggest impact is travel. So travel is uh, two things. We do a lot of air travel. And also, we do a lot of ground transportation. So, we basically move lots of people around and lots of equipment. So, if we can reduce that, we're going to be able to reduce a huge percentage of the carbon footprint. Just to give you a few numbers uh, for film, uh, 47 to 54% of the total carbon footprint is um, used of fuel. And that use of fuel, again, comes from air travel and ground transportation. And uh, 10% is generators. We use generators for shooting on location. So if we can reduce that, we are going to be able to make that transition. To be able to make that transition, I believe that we need to show the uh, opportunities um, that we have with remote production, right? We need to show that it is possible, is going to cost less, is going to require different skills for the people that work in productions right now, and it also is going to reduce um, carbon footprint.
0: Yeah, You're talking about maybe Whisper Productions, is that right?
2: Yes. So um, I'll tell you about Whisper. So Whisper is a production house here in the UK uh, that was acquired by Sony Pictures back in 2020. So they've been using remote production since probably 2018. And they, just like Eduardo's story in 2020, they ramp it up because of the pandemic. So they do, um, in 2022, they broadcast 785 hours of remote production. And so that was 60% of the total sports broadcast output, which makes, you know, a big, big difference because I did just a little um, comparison between one of their shows. Uh, between 2021 and 2022, their carbon footprint was reduced in 42%. And this is the carbon tons of um, emissions per hour broadcasted. And when I say broadcasted, is not the broadcasting itself, but the production, just to make clear. Yeah. So it makes a big difference.
0: Huge difference. I mean that's um nearly half reduction um from from two thousand twenty one, two thousand twenty two, did you say? In that year? Yes. All right, well that's impressive. And I would expect a lot of your productions, maybe live productions, sports productions will be going the same way. Is it is it a template for other productions? I don't
2: think that word there yet with like our scripted productions unscripted productions uh just because in films because we were not seeing that switch right we need to be able to promote that uh more uh so it can take off
0: yeah and i and i expect sony has new uh cloud technology like creator cloud which i think has been launched this year and yes um, absolutely yeah, perhaps Barbara, you can tell us a little bit about that and, and how that's going.
3: Yeah, so Creators Cloud, it's uh, our offering so we can uh, really help the, the production companies and the broadcasters uh, into um, first getting the data uh, uh, on, on the cloud and also then managing and editing on the cloud um, and being able to broadcast on the cloud if you're doing news or other type of applications. Uh, But I think the key thing here is all about collaboration and remote collaboration. So anyone now who does not need to be on set, let's say, uh, can uh, really uh, work and participate into uh, the final production uh, remotely. So uh, we have uh, this great offering for for Sony, and obviously there are lots of other technological advances that really help into sustainability uh, when we speak about film production, uh, like for example, virtual production. And Angela, I think you have done yourself a very good um, study that was showing that virtual production was actually helping to cut between 75% and 80% of uh, greenhouse gas uh, emissions. Um, when using virtual production so uh, the technology is definitely helping so uh, this is uh, where we're also trying to get into this vision uh, as sustainability is very important i think for many people as uh, as for me as i can imagine here in the call or or in our audiences um, but also as a as a corporation sony is doing lots of uh, big efforts into going towards this uh, which is which is great so pretty much we can help uh, all the production companies uh, and um, and companies that really want to to reduce that in their uh, environmental let's say vision. So um, yeah.
0: Sure. I, we all need to do our part for sure. Um, but the cloud itself is a massive success story anyway. But let's talk about what might be around the corner, as in not regulation, but guidelines to productions about how to how to go forward with their with their shoots. And Eduardo, you were telling us earlier about using AI in what you do. How is that implemented into into what you do for, for productions?
1: Well, the point is uh, we got to realize that um, any impact, any positive impact uh, of your production needs to be a plan earlier. You know, I mean, once the production is uh, going on, you cannot change anything. Not in in movies, advertising campaigns, or big events. So you need to use artificial intelligence to see what is going to happen in the future, uh, so you can take actions to reduce the carbon footprint before it happens. That's that's the key. And in Spain at least, and in Europe, I know. for helping uh, the culture, you know, governments are starting to ask for sustainability plans, linked to to this kind of predictions. So they get to know what are your plans, what are your plans to reduce the impact and what can they expect. And I think the regulation is going to go in that direction. So you need um, algorithms and big data to, to see what
3: what is going to happen. And actually, Eduardo, that's right. And actually in France, uh, since March this year, now, if you want to get some funding in France, for example, from the CNC, uh, any production needs to show carbon emission reports. So um, uh, I'm sure, Angela, you see this also in in other regions, but this is something that is getting more important. And let's say the regulations are are following, let's say, the the trends.
2: Yeah, here in the UK, if you're gonna broadcast a TV show, you need to follow the Albert Consortium toolkit, so a carbon calculator. And uh, if you want to be certified as a sustainable production, you need to complete a, a carbon action plan. I know also in Germany, any production there, uh, especially if they're gonna get funded, um, funded from the government, they need to follow the same thing. All the programs that we have around the world. Have basically two things a carbon calculator and a list of best practices in a different format. So, Germany and Belgium are doing the same thing.
1: Also, one, one of the points of the artificial intelligence is good practices are better, you know, because okay, mm-hmm. we, we know that we need to get rid of uh, plastics or uh, whatever, but uh, where is better to invest in its production to reduce the carbon footprint? That is what in Spain they, they are asking. And you need the support of, of that. Path.
2: You're very bright in saying you we need to work with the productions and that's something that we aim to do at during prep because when they start shooting, they don't want to talk to anybody. They don't want to talk to you know, the, the CEO of the company. No. So um we try to do the same and we try to look at what the opportunities for that production to reduce carbon emissions, and it depends on the region. So uh, some of the things that we promote is the use of renewable electricity, but not everywhere we have that um, available, right? Uh, use of energy efficient equipment like LED lighting mm-hmm. or uh, electric generators, things of that nature. But those decisions have to happen during PrEP. Um, And so if we have the information of more or less what the bigger impacts are going to be, if you look at the schedule and you say, okay, this is a production, we're going to shoot in a stage for 10 days, and then we're going to go off into a location for 20 days. So there's a great opportunity to say, okay, let's do remote production with the technologies available. Let's do virtual production in a stage instead of moving people and equipment to a location. Again, the decisions need to be made during PrEP.
0: That's another layer, isn't it, uh, Eduardo? Another layer of, not bureaucracy, but I mean, we've been all been through COVID and we've done the COVID testing on the sets. So we've, we're, we're used to these other layers of practice. So, you know, if, if, if funding or tax relief are being affected by not acting in this way, surely that's the way to go. Is it, persuading, hold-handing, um, productions in this way not that they n- need to know there's a problem we all know there's a problem it's just working through that problem i'm sure that's the way
3: yes and to know it's uh, from from the start right <laughs> so from the planning from what you are saying angela
0: so what you're doing now with your company eduardo do you see that happening i know we've mentioned germany and eu and france but but further afield i know albert is a, is another society or an organisation that it's pan global, but you are you attracting other companies to with your experience of what you've done? Yeah, absolutely. Because
1: using technology is quite easy, you know. I mean, it's affordable and it's easy. So, as the companies are pushed by regulation, uh actually, it's an organic uh, growth of 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 sustainability. I mean, you don't need even to market the, the solution because the, the production companies come to you because they need a solution. And this uh, policy of uh, requesting in sustainability plans for uh, funding the films is rising the world uh, between the producers. So it's, 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 it's not just the regulation, but they do wish to be cleaner. It's kind of natural
0: so it's, yeah. it's growing. Yeah. Angela, what do you think about your productions? Uh, are they all going to be on board? And, and is your job going to migrate more into this world? I mean, that's what you do anyway, I suppose. But yeah. Hand holding your productions through this.
2: Definitely. Uh, I think that um, we take it one step at a time. So uh, we've been working lots on um, electrifying productions. So, meaning using. what I just mentioned, the renewable electricity, uh, energy efficient equipment, going uh, using low emission vehicles. So that's just removing uh, fossil fuels or using renewable fuels. So that's the step that we're in right now. So there's lots of case studies. There's a lot of companies now that are um, making that technology available. I think the next step is definitely remote production, virtual production, things that uh, we don't have to move we don't have to go anywhere we could shoot everything from just one location uh,
1: you know in Spain for instance uh, American companies used to come with have many crew from from uh, America so betting on local crew is also a way of uh, reinforcing the social sustainability, what we call social sustainability.
2: Yeah. And a point about that, um, many um, productions look for tax rebates and the tax rebates are usually associated with the percentage of people that is hired locally. That happens here in the UK. I'm pretty sure it happens in Spain and in in other countries. If you want to get a tax rebate, you need to hire uh, locals, which is great.
0: Yeah. That's a positive side of this story. Okay. Eduardo, can I can I finish with you and, and let's jump sort of five years from now and, and you say do you think this kind of practice would be quite normal? From someone, you know, a member of a crew, say, today, what would you advise them to do? Is there a certain amount of training that, that they could be part of or, or do you think they it's just what you're given and 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 what you can find out from companies like you? what's the thing to do? Start away.
1: Right now, uh, we are uh, training people in Spain through the Spain Federal Commission and uh, public organism. Um, but uh, I know uh, that in the United Kingdom is happening also through Albert yeah. and in France with EcoPro, another it's, it's institution we are close to. So it's, it's happening. I mean,
0: it's, it's, it's getting yeah. popular. And Angela, you would agree with that, hopefully.
2: Yeah, definitely. The, the industry is shifting, so we need to change. You know, We need to provide people with new skills that they need to be able to stay in the industry.
0: OK, well, that's fascinating, scary at the same time. Um, but it sounds like it's all moving in the right direction. Thanks very much. Mm-hmm.